to hear a story. Thank you, August Grant, for that cute introduction. Today's story is going to be read by my friend, Kelly. I hope you enjoy. Poppy and the Magic Pen by Hannah Erickson Once upon a time, in a land not very far away, there was a little girl named Poppy. Poppy liked drawing portraits of her dog, Lucy, chasing Lucy around the yard and licking sour lemons to feel her mouth pucker, and then trying to get Lucy to do the same. Lucy was her best friend, especially now that she had moved to this new town and hadn't yet made friends. Sometimes she sent her old friends letters or emails, but as she was still learning how to write, they were usually short. To Molly, she wrote one day on a page she had decorated with hearts and a picture of herself and Molly playing soccer. I miss you. Love, Poppy. Sometimes Poppy missed her old house, too, and how she had known where everything was, and how she knew when her parents had woken up in the morning because their door squeaked. She missed her old bedroom and how her bed had been against the window, and she could lie down and see a sliver of blue sky. Last week, she drew a picture of her old room and taped it to the wall in her new room. Seeing it there made her smile. Sometimes she would imagine that all she had to do was jump into the picture and she was back in her old room. Her new house was bigger, and her baby brother had his own room for the first time. He wasn't really a baby anymore, but she still called him that sometimes. I remember when you were just a tiny bubba, she would tell him, and he'd smile up at her with his two teeth. Their new town was small, in a valley at the base of the mountains. In the yard, there were trees to climb and a creek behind the house that Poppy and her brother could explore. One morning that spring, Poppy woke up before anyone else, before her mother, father, brother, or even Lucy. Quietly, so as not to wake anyone, Poppy went into the kitchen. As she walked, she passed by the kitchen window and stopped, startled. The mountains, which normally looked bluish-gray in the distance, were glowing pink and orange. They looked like three scoops of rainbow sherbet, side by side. They looked magical. Poppy stood looking at the mountains for a long time. She could make out some rocks in darker spots, which she thought must be trees. Slowly, the pink-orange light began to fade, and the mountains became the same blue-gray mountains they usually were. Quickly, she sat down at the kitchen counter, where she kept her art supplies, and got out a fresh piece of paper. Using a bright pink-colored pencil, Poppy drew the arc of the mountains. She filled in the drawing with orange and yellow, and the mountains on the paper appeared to glow, just like the real ones outside the window had that morning. When her family sat down for breakfast, Poppy, who was quite chatty anyway, couldn't wait to tell her mother and father what she had seen and show them her picture. It must be the reflection of the sun as it rises, her father said in response. Her mother, who was feeding her little brother in his high chair and simultaneously sipping her coffee, raised her eyebrows and looked at Poppy. Maybe it's magic, her mother said. It's the reflection of the sun, and the atmosphere makes it appear different colors as light filters through it, her father said matter-of-factly. 
Poppy's mom gave Poppy another eyebrow raise and then shrugged her shoulders. Poppy was about to ask her mom if she really thought the mountains could be magical when her brother gave a loud screech and tipped over his water glass, spilling water all over the table. Oh, brother, her mother said. Poppy, can you hand me a towel out of the drawer and then go get ready for school? We don't want to be late. Later that afternoon, when Poppy had come home from school and was playing outside, she thought she saw something glinting down by the creek, far down in the woods. What was that? Taking care to step over and around the thistle plants that had sprouted up in the path, she walked down to the creek. Her eyes searched the little stream. She saw cherry blossoms floating into the water. She saw sunlight filtering through the trees, but she didn't see anything sparkling again until... There! There it was! What was that? Over by the base of an oak tree, she thought she saw something shining. Keeping her eye on it, so as not to lose it again, she carefully made her way to the tree. She bent down and stared at it. It looked like a little gold stick, almost like a wand. She brushed the dirt from around it and took it in her hand. It was so sparkly and kind of heavy. She looked around. What is it doing here? Who left it? But there was no one else down there. In fact, she had never seen anyone else down near the creek as long as she had lived here. She held the golden stick in her hand and glimmered in the light. Examining it, she realized that it had what looked like a cap on top. Carefully, so as not to break it, she pulled on the top and off it came. Inside it looked like a pen, except with a gold brush-like top. Maybe it's for drawing, Bobby thought. And then... She got so excited and did a little dance right there in the middle of the forest. Drawing was her favorite. She ran back to her house thinking, I hope it works, I hope it works, I hope it works. Poppy's mom was making dinner, and her brother was pulling out all of the pots and pans from the cupboard. It was loud and busy in there, and Poppy wanted to draw in peace. Come on, Lucy, she said to the dog, leading her down to her room and shutting the door. Lucy sat on the rug, and Poppy sat across from her with a stack of paper and the new pen. Gently, she nudged the pen to the paper, drawing a circle for Lucy's head. The golden ink glimmered on the page. The pen drew so smoothly and beautifully. Wow, thought Poppy, just wow. She had never used a pen this nice before. After taking a moment to admire the pen and her work, she continued, drawing an oval shape for Lucy's body and then four legs. She added a tail, which was wagging, as dogs' tails do when they're happy. Finally, she drew Lucy's big, sweet eyes and her pointed ears and mouth. It was perhaps the best portrait of Lucy she had ever done, Poppy thought. She held up the drawing for the dog to see, and it shimmered in the light from the window. And then, something Remarkable happened. Lucy began to speak. Gorgeous drawing, darling, Lucy said. Poppy stared at her open mouth. Wait, what? She said after a moment. D did you just talk, Lucy? I love the art, my dear. The dog continued, her mouth moving in a funny way, as though she were barking, but instead words were coming out. 
Of course, I always love your art. But this one's quite nice. My ears do look lovely, don't they? Poppy stared at Lucy as she spoke. Was this really happening? How had her dog learned to speak? Was she dreaming? It's the pen, darling, Lucy continued. Apparently she was chatty too. It's a spantaculous pen. They're quite rare, really. But I've seen it glimmering there in the forest for weeks. I kept wondering when you'd find it. What kind of pen? Poppy asked. A spantaculous pen. It's a magical pen that allows whoever draws with it to make art come to life. When you do a portrait with this spantaculous pen, the person, or this case, dog, that your drawing becomes just how you imagined him or her to be when you did the art. When you did the drawing, you must have been thinking about how you and I were best friends, so now I can talk with you like best friends do. Poppy's eyes grew bigger and bigger as she listened to Lucy speak. Her dog, a dog, was talking to her like it was any normal thing. And she had discovered a magic pen. I I can't believe I'm talking with you, Lucy. Poppy stammered. I mean, I've been wanting to for so long, and I'm always talking to you, but I've never talked with you before. I've been speaking to you in Barklish for years, but you could never quite get it, Lucy said. It's nice to be understood. Barklish? Is that dog language or something? Poppy asked. Precisely, my dear, or at least the common canine language in these parts. Travel the world, though, and you're sure to come across other dialects. Poppy and Lucy continued talking. They had so much to catch up on after five years of being best friends, until Poppy's mother called out, Dinner time! Oh, dear, Poppy said. We've got to go. I can't wait to tell my family that you can talk. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to mention, Lucy said. Only the artist can see the art come to life. To everyone else, I will appear as I always have and sound like I always have just a normal dog. So they won't be able to hear you talk? Poppy said, disappointed. I'm sorry, my dear. Oh. Poppy thought about this for a minute. Then she had an idea. What if they draw a picture of you with a pen? I like the way you think, but unfortunately that won't work either for your parents. The spentaculous pen only works for artists that are pure of heart. Pure of heart? What does that mean? It means that you must be drawing simply to draw. For the fun of it, as a child does, you must have no judgments or misgivings, no thoughts that your art won't be good enough, or even that it will be a masterpiece. You must draw simply to draw, Lucy explained. Nearly all adults have lost that ability. What about my brother? Your brother, on the other hand, should be able to use the spentaculous pen. But only when he has learned to hold a pen and draw, I think he's a bit young for it. You're right. Poppy said. He can only make scribbles so far, and half the time, they're on the table instead of the paper. Give him a year or so, Lucy said. He'll come along. They all do. Poppy, dinner!
Poppy's mother called. We really had better go, Poppy said to Lucy. Let's talk more tonight. Poppy stuffed the pen in her pocket, and the two scrambled upstairs. She sat down to dinner of roast chicken and salad, slipping Lucy bits of chicken under the table when her parents weren't looking, as she always did. Only this time, after every gulp, a thank you came from under the table, which made Poppy giggle. She looked around the table. No one else seemed to notice that Lucy was talking. You're in an awfully good mood, Poppy, her mother said. She should be. She has a spectacular pen in her pocket, Lucy chimed in. Poppy just smiled. The End